0: All right, welcome back to one of our final episodes for the time being right, of Dream of Thought, yeah. episode number 114. And today, let me tell you, it's a great one. We start off. Everyone is a great one. Everyone is a great one, but yeah. this is especially great because, yeah. and I say that every episode too, but we talk about uh, Elon Musk a little bit and, and, yeah. and technology and the environment and thinking about the future of uh, where our planet's going to be. But Victor's focus is more on the coolness of the things to come in the field of technology. I talk
1: about like how I'm always imagining things that are going to happen in the future and how cool it is that you can, you know, once you reach a certain age, you can speak on things of the past that are obsolete or have dramatically changed in
0: use. And speaking of the future, we talk a little bit about what what we're looking forward to in our new lives with Victor heading off to California very soon. Yeah. Me heading back to Minnesota. Minnesota. The reasons
1: why we left. The reasons what we're hoping for, what we are striving for.
0: And what's interesting is that we intertwine it a little bit with conversation about Buddhism, believe it or not. Just being able to let go the uh, the idea of what is nirvana. I love how like that came out of
1: nowhere, like you just you you mentioned briefly mentioned buddhism like oh wait you know the four the four noble truths yeah the four noble truths and the eightfold path and then we just we we go on We raced off that side and track. we come back to talk about what we were what we were before so that was a pretty interesting
0: and then victor victor wraps it up a little bit he's he's on a hustling mode right now
1: hustling trying to get that dollar yeah for his, every for day, his exciting day, new journey. journey yeah, yeah not trying to make this my life, but, yeah, just the things I've been able to take advantage of. What is Time Instead is money, right? Time is money, and you can throw things away or don't th- donate them, or you can put a little money in your pocket.
0: Maybe, maybe take a put survey a, every once
1: in a while. Yeah, take a survey every <laughs> once in a while and smile, knowing that you made an honest dollar. Smile,
0: because life yeah. is great.
1: Yeah, smile, because life is great. So, with that being said, uh, <laughs> that was weird. So, with that being said, <laughs> episode 114, Stream of Thought, we hope you enjoy that last i really i'm not happy with that you're good i, it's I okay. like it'll be jumbled okay. my word a little bit and i felt like i threw off the entire momentum of the intro
0: maybe you can clip it Do, we can you, we can always finish up
1: the last uh... and with that being said episode 114 stream of thought we hope you enjoy <laughs> 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 Thank Disaster God. Able- averted! Oh my goodness, I know. <laughs> so we just started recording for about five seconds, and we're looking at the audio like, "Why is it so low?" Uh-oh! Victor forgot to plug in the mixer board to the computer. That's why. You know,
0: it's so funny because I was listening. I was looking at some of our highest episodes, yeah. and one of them was number eleven. Uh-huh. So I started listening to it, and literally five minutes into it, it the recording stops, and your voice comes over insert technical difficulties here. Oh and then we, we we had to go back. It was it was the story about me running with the rocks in my okay. backpack. Yes, I do recall that. And it was getting really good and I was actually laughing to myself yeah. about that story. And then it literally shuts off. Insert technical difficulty yeah. here. When at the beginning of this this podcast, it was every single episode we had something funky going on. I don't
1: know. I don't know what's going on. We'll come back to technical stuff. In of course, totally
0: yeah you got but you got I, something on your mind.
1: Yeah well I hit record and then I was like, hmm, that's a little low. Well, maybe because I haven't, I'm not excited yet. I'm not telling a story. But, yeah, everything is okay now. <laughs> everything is A-okay. Wow. Okay. Anyway, so I've been, um, I, I last watched this Joe Rogan-Elon Musk interview, like, two days ago. But it's, like, two and a half hours long, I think. And, uh, it just takes forever. But it's all really interesting. And I thought it was really interesting when he's talking. To, and the other re- really interesting thing, too, is, like, you see Elon Musk, like, He's in a very, very casual environment. So you see him just, like, as a person instead of this figure who's doing, like, official interviews and stuff like that. So I'm observing a lot of his mannerisms. And he has a lot of very interesting mannerisms, which you should watch. It's pretty funny. But um,
0: Anything stick out in particular?
1: Uh, a lot of the time, like, when he'll say, he'll make a statement. And then, like, it'll be, like, a beat, like, a, a moment. And then he'll, like, nod his head. So, like, he'll say, uh, you know, he'll say something and then... Joe Rogan will be like, really, and there will be like a pause, and then he'll just like, not, nah, not. Nah, it's weird, but interesting. It's funny. All it's right, very, yeah, they, yeah. The first but thing I thought of when I saw this I was like, mm, I'm gonna keep this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this, insert this into the brain files, and use for, use for later if I ever need to use that, apply that for like a character or something like that. It's very interesting. Ooh, yeah. But um, I thought it was fascinating that he had mentioned that if somehow. We were to magically snap our fingers and every single car in production were to be an uh, electric car. You know, like, all of a sudden, tomorrow, all cars in production are now electric cars um, coming out of the factories. Mm -hmm. It would still take 20 to 25 years for public transportation and everybody to, like, fully transition into a fully green, you know no fossil fuel um environment in terms of transportation he's just like he's pretty much saying like even if that were the case that is way too slow like we need to have we he said like the biggest problem is we need to increase our momentum and sense of urgency to go green because the rate that we're going at is way too slow and even if all magically all any and all vehicles coming out of the factories, are now electric, it would still take 20 to 25 years to completely replace all gas-powered vehicles, which is still like, no, this needs to happen sooner than that.
0: Well, yeah, and I had actually, it's funny you mentioned that, because I had read an article this morning that, and there are so many of these articles that come out, I forget exactly what um, what news source this was from, it was from one of the main ones, but it was talking about how, maybe, I think it was Newsweek, talking about how scientists are now... There's a group of scientists who are saying that basically 2030 is the cutoff date to make any substantial changes to our climate before the snowball effect hits. Mm -hmm. And it just goes faster and faster and faster downhill until we're all living wearing oxygen masks or something like that. Right. So that's kind of, I mean...
1: That's the point of no return.
0: Well... I mean, a lot of people have already said that we're past the point of no return. Mm. That it's already too late to do anything. That we've kind of permanently fucked up the yeah. environment to the extent where we're gonna we're gonna be dealing with at the very least, you know, issues with uh, natural disasters, yeah. with uh, coastal flooding, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, the the list of stuff goes on. But it
1: sounds like 2030 is the cutoff where in terms of, yeah, there's stuff that's going to be permanently messed up, but the stuff, Before that the we super, start... but the stuff that's super messed up still has a chance to recover if, like, if Ye- it do- doesn't continue.
0: Yeah, recover. and I think I think it's that if we keep going at the trend that we are right now, that 2030 is the date when we're going to start noticing. I mean, I feel like a lot of people notice it already, but, like, noticeable noticeable mm-hmm. changes in global climate. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, it's it's one of those things where... We And it goes back to the last episode that we were talking a little bit about, too, where it's those flashy things in front of our eyes that we pay attention to. It's the, it's the big, like dramatic things yeah. that stick out in our head, and that's the stuff we obsess about and talk about all the time. And we kind of ignore the more gradual stuff that we don't notice or acclimate to. I mean, we were talking about people showering with bottled water. Oh, yeah. And how kids are growing up thinking that's normal. And or and, and the parents are saying no, this is not normal, and yeah. yet they just adjust to it and nothing changes. I mean, it's been five years in Flint, Michigan, for example. Yeah. And they're still showering with bottled using bottled water for everything. Yeah. And so you see it again. I mean, with with climate change, the same the same exact thing is happening. And so the the upsetting part is that there's nothing that we as like individuals can do. It requires sort of a group effort mm-hmm. which is not the only way we get a group effort is when it's on the the headlines of every news outlet and every social media uh, account is has some sort of reference to it that it, it comes into the public consciousness. Because what is it that that we as a a society think about now? Like the NFL kneeling controversy, oh, yeah. I'm sure you know what that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brett Kavanaugh hearing, I'm sure we all yeah. know what that is. Um, Donald Trump, we all knew who that that is. I mean, these are the things that. We all know, and yet when it comes to climate change or what we can do about it, I mean, heck, I don't even know what substantial changes I personally can make, right? To stop or pr- help preempt that twenty thirty cutoff date.
1: It'll come up a lot sooner than you think. It's crazy, it's man. I eleven twelve years away.
0: Don't you don't you kind of fear for like what our old age will look like and.
1: Uh, no, I mostly when I think about the future, I'm just like super pumped to see what type of technological advances there are or like shifts in culture because when you when when I was like 25, I started to note notice like, "Oh wow, these are there are certain things that were around when I was a kid that are obsolete now or have dramatically changed." So it's like I really enjoy being able to look back and see changes like i'm really excited to tell people like this is vhs this is an- what vhs what it yeah rewind what's rewind <sighs> well you it wound up because it was on a spool of it was a spool of tape and it would wind backwards so mm-hmm. rewind it up like what the fuck or like roll up your window what like, you literally had to t- take this little thing and roll it in a circle so the window would go up or down.
0: There yeah. There was no
1: electric, or it was, the electric wasn't standard. Like, you had to pay a extra for that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So there's stuff like that that I'm really excited about. Well,
0: and we grew up kind of in the middle ground of that, yeah. too, where we knew what a TV was. Like, yeah. everyone pretty much had a TV, but they were the box TVs. Yeah. No one had a giant flat TV screen. TV. Like, flat screen yeah. wasn't a thing. Yeah. Um, Video games had existed for a while at that point in time. People knew what Nintendo was, or uh, what, what was the other one? Sega. Sega. PlayStation. Yeah, people knew what a video game was for the most part. Uh, computers were starting to become I mean, a thing. I the fact that
1: PlayStation used a disc instead of a cartridge was like, oh, this is kind of weird, but oh, okay. yeah, all right, whatever. People getting
0: so pissed off they have to change their systems. And yeah. I can't play this game anymore on the new
1: system. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird but so. I also like the wireless controllers like who would have ever thought that wireless would be oh great. man but
0: back with Nintendo and, and uh, yeah. yeah the not even the cross my mind playstations ever. it's just that was that was you had to sit really close to the TV or whatever yeah. the couch was back yeah. a little bit yeah. you had to get in front of the coffee or table and even sit down the
1: couch forward and like sit on the very edge while leaning forward
0: oh yeah it was always it was always a clusterfuck yeah the, the account, fact though. that
1: like a TV like the TVs would somehow be manageable to carry by one person like no, absolutely not. Oh, I yeah, don't. no, what? team effort, TVs yeah. TVs don't have to weigh 200 pounds? Like, <laughs> what?
0: Yeah, you could, you could do more than uh, than type on a computer. Oh, yeah. Play, play video games, record yeah. a podcast.
1: Yeah. What? For sure. You could fold them up and put them in your bag? That's why I'm super excited to see, like, what what's out there that has not yet been... Uh, realized by humanity, You're things such out an there, optimist. That, things I'd out there that say, are only ideas right now. <laughs> you 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 do seem to be the eternal optimist. Because I mean, think about it. think about how much stuff would be like super cool, and people like at this point, it's like this would be a really cool idea. It's totally impossible. Like, there's no way this would happen. You know what else would not happen? Flight, like wireless <laughs> communication. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, it's possible. You just gotta like eventually get there somehow. But Yeah. Imagine explaining what a helicopter is to someone 500 years ago or 1,000 years ago. Oh, yeah. You know? Be nigh impossible. Or, like, explain what a computer does or even explain, like, oh, this is a car. Or even someone, like, in the 1800s, like, this is a car. They have a wagon. It gets pulled by a horse. Well, what's a car? Well, you just push this thing, apply a little bit of pressure with your foot on this, and the wheels move automatically. Well, how do they move automatically without a horse? Well, there's an engine. Well, what's an engine? And then you so you have to like, for you go so far you have to explain every little tiny thing before it for them to have like a this full understanding of what it is because someone who knows what a cell phone is like oh you can explain to them oh this is a new iPhone it's got internet but like someone who has no idea what the fucking telephone is you first have to explain to them like if you hit these numbers it contacts this other number and you can talk to them and there's these cables and science so Mm -hmm. it's like it just becomes more intricate having to go backwards and explain what one thing is oh yeah
0: because everything is built upon something else yes exactly. i think what's remarkable to me is that a lot of these these inventions or creations that have kind of revolutionized the way that we think about the world individuals i mean whether they're singular or just a couple like very few people are responsible more or less for first brainstorming the fact that this could be possible and then having the gumption to go out and actually do it. Yeah. I mean, think what would happen if Steve Jobs was never born or never would like never decided to pursue that path. Yeah. I mean, all these sort of seminal moments are, in, in cultural history, come down to singular individuals. Yeah. And so that kind of makes me think, well what sort of legacy do you, look, people like you and I have to leave? I mean, are we really destined for greatness? Are we, you know, what, what is it, what is it that we truly see ourselves contributing to? I the mean, wider... that stuff
1: doesn't get, like, doesn't always have to be measured in one lifetime. So like the choices that you make in your lifetime could affect like your, you know, someone's your kids? children or their your, children, your, your kids. Children. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. for sure.
0: Um, well, I mean, that kind of, that kind of transitions to the point that I was, talking, like, that I had, had. well, just knowing what it is that you really want in life and going after it, mm-hmm. and the sacrifices that come with that, because, in most likelihood, this is probably going to be one of our last episodes of Scream of Thought. Yeah. I mean, one in, of the last. At, at least in its current form.
1: I just realized is, that when I was saving the file, it's like, okay, episode 114, well, tomorrow will be 115, I'm like, you know what? 115? That's a good number, you know? And then I thought, I, I imagine this, like, giant, like, caution sign, or, like, this giant, like, just the phrase, until further notice, dot, dot, dot. Like, we're just, it's going to be 115 until... Until something happens. Until next time. <laughs> uh, until next time, right.
0: I think we finally got next yeah. phrase. <laughs> After 107 yeah, episodes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I, I just, I just think about, and we can get all sentimental on our last podcast, but just in regards to what it is that like you and I want, I feel like the reason that this podcast is coming to a close, at least in its current form, is that we are both making, we have both made or are making significant decisions in our life to go out and risk something that I feel like is not something that a lot of people have to or want to experience over the course of their life I don't I don't know if you had any reflections on
1: that for sure I'm all because you know me I am all about like I get very bored with routine I get extremely bored with routine and I always enjoy rolling the dice and seeing what happens you know I'm that you know me that I'm the type If there's a giant red button that says do not push without thinking about it i will hit that red button to see what happens you know what yes, i'm saying yes um but yeah there's a there's a sort of thrill like you don't know what's going to happen which is really exciting because predictability is boring and routine and it's just it's it does not wet my appetite
0: so i mean with your moving and all though do you is there is there a flip side to the coin or do you purely look on the bright side of
1: life (laughs) I mean mean, I've thought like who knows what happened like I could very well move like I mean I'm transferring stores right like worst case scenario I transfer stores and then all of a sudden like they're like oh actually we don't need you here actually we need to go you need to go another or like something out of my control and then it's like okay fuck like this isn't going to work out. It'd probably be better if I spend my time and energy trying to look for another. Like, there are variables that are unforeseen. Of course, understand. and there
0: always will be. And yeah. you're gonna, you're gonna get
1: an apartment and then realize it. Like the fucking like window doesn't close or like something. There's weird. a train that's actually. Or the actually refrigerator, like run there's by. a dishwasher, but oh well. I said there's a dishwasher, but I didn't say it worked. Like some stupid shit like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like
0: yeah. I mean, and things, and honestly, in the big picture of life, those are, those are kind of small things, yes, but yes. really these, these fundamental changes, you know, for me anyway, it was like there was a, there was an excitement moving to Minnesota yeah. and I was really looking forward to it. But the, on the other side, it's like, well, I mean, I'm also leaving a community and people who I know here as well. And I understand that's kind of the cycle of life. The Buddhist philosophy is you must be able to let go, yeah. because attachment ultimately is suffering. Yeah, um, all suffering
1: go, stems from desire. Yep, and I, I can't the remember four the four noble eight, truths. The, the four
0: noble truths and the eightfold path can't recite. Wow, that you, kind of, you know, okay. Cool. Oh yeah, no, I, I studied Buddhism in, in seminary a little bit. Yeah. Really great book. Uh, without Buddha, I could not be a Christian. By Paul knitter but that's neither here nor there.
1: Shit, now you want me to start talking about Buddhism? Okay, it is kind of yeah.
0: No, no, no. And and maybe maybe this will this will ultimately like tie together. But,
1: and to think real quick that the Buddha sat under this tree forever and came up with the Four Noble Truths, and I got them right in this book, and it took me five seconds to read peruse, and I can dive deeper. But the fact that a guy spent so much time under this tree to figure things out that are so simple to share with everybody.
0: And the funny part is is in studying Buddhism and seminary especially, you learn that it is not that simple. That, in fact, by believing that you understand it, you don't understand right, it.
1: Right, right. And so yeah. there's
0: this, this this paradoxical thing that was super frustrating for me because I'm like, well, aren't I supposed to understand this? Yeah. They're like, well, if you understand it, you don't understand it. Yeah, like, I know, man. So like, what? What? My, my brain was, like, exploding yeah. as somebody who likes to rationalize and figure things out, being told that you first need to remove all preconceptions or ideas that you understand in order to truly understand. You need to empty empty yourself of your preconceived notions yeah. and your, your, your understanding of the way that the world works because with that attachment, even to that assumed knowledge, you will never gain enlightenment. Yeah. Enlightenment is paradoxical.
1: Yeah. By saying that you understand, you're putting yourself above and thinking that you... Thinking that you know how everything works by saying you understand, you are allowing your you are allowing your ego to put a foothold in in whatever it is that you're thinking. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Because yeah, in Nirvana, it's it, all this stuff. It's when you attain it, it's a it's a it is it's momentary, and you just you get it and then you let it go. Precisely. You don't hold tightly to it like what I, what people don't get to is that i think at some point everybody mm. has everybody for the most part has visited heaven or attained nirvana it's that one moment a bliss, a pure... of bliss of pure bliss where you're up and you take a breath and you're like wow watching my kids play in the yard or hiking and looking at the sunset or climbing a mountain or just that moment of in the ocean when I was in the Amazon or in the Amazon River, and I was just I had my I was floating, and I was like, "Wow, I'm in Brazil right now in the Amazon River. It's red. This river is red, and it's so wide that like it almost looks like it's a giant lake." Yeah, it's just, you just it's momentary shivers it's down momentary. my spine,
0: man. Like that, yeah, bro. Because it, it's so true. I feel like yeah, we all do experience those moments of nirvana.
1: It comes in cycles. You have a moment and then you go and then you go about life and you go through a bunch of shit and then it's kind of better. And then you have these brief moments and yeah.
0: But yeah, I think, I think what you said summed it up so beautifully is that you can't, you can't cling to that moment right? because that moment is just a moment. Yeah. Like it's all about being present in the moment, letting go and being okay with that. And that's such a, that's such a beautiful way to phrase it, man. <laughs> like that really, I, yeah. I, I do appreciate the way that you sum that up. Cause for me, I think that that, that was kind of where I've come to accept my own personal journey is that I've had a fucked up last couple of years and things are, are starting to turn around for the first time, but it wasn't until I was willing to sort of let go of the comforts that surrounded me let go of my own desires let go of these things that were sort of haunting me from within and just let go and live in the moment and accept what the moment had to offer me that things started to get better I mean I was thinking the last time I was coming back from my ordination I was sitting in the gazebo of my parents house stopping through Chicago and just sitting there my god like how blessed am I in this moment I mean that was me just sitting there in in the darkness of the night reflecting on all the wonderful things that had just transpired over the course of the past couple of months being able to move to a new place start a new yeah. beginning get a new job go get ordained meet other clergy like all these things that were so fulfilling and things that I was like really like wanted so badly mm-hmm. but it was only after I was willing to let go of that that it just happened yeah it was kind of like that with relationships too whenever i just stopped desiring a relationship a relationship came kind of
1: thing yeah it's interesting the way the world works what was um i can't recall i feel like we got slightly we kind of obviously like we every time digress but the the was, conversation it was, it was, has ebbs and flows, but course, what was it that we were talking about before we got into the Buddhism and the Four Noble Truths you were mentioning?
0: It was about what what it, what it was that each of us was hoping for oh, the right. immediate future in our lives, right?
1: Like <laughs> if right. you know,
0: I know with this whole detachment kind yeah, of thing, yeah, yeah. it can be easy to say, "Oh, well, we'll just take it as it comes." Yeah. But we have dreams, we have hopes, we have stuff that we can s- sort of see eventually down the future that's why you're moving to california right. because you can see something happening yeah. there so i'm just curious what yours is
1: yeah so when i when i decided to go there well i think it's pretty obvious for all of us if you have listened to all the episodes going there for two reasons one of which is warm weather the second yeah. equal reason is go out there and pursue acting but it's like it's scary you don't know what's going to happen and so that's why that's what i think is so cool about it because i felt like it, it very well could be I go out there and, like, four to six years later, something happens where I'm on a TV show or movies, or it could be, like, 15 years. Like, you don't know. Like, mm-hmm. you have, it's a giant crapshoot is what it is. And uh, there's no, you know, the first rule is there are no rules. Like, it is literally a giant crapshoot. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so I'm going there for that. But the other thing that I enjoy, too, is that, like, while pursuing something you know there's a certain risk and if you're not growing you're dying you know what i'm saying hey, Like ben, brother you do not want to be stagnant like flat line like uh i'm good i would rather just continue complacent to, in life yeah i'd rather just continue be to, to continue to climb and climb and climb in some type of aspect you know but man yeah that's what i that's why i'm moving out there i'm l- really looking forward to it and i see it like l- like so you know how there are, when you look at life, it's like, oh, high school, this chapter of my life is over. College, this chapter of my life is over. Relationship with this person, this chapter of my life is over. It's like, no, I feel like I'm straight up closing a book. Boom. This volume is over. Going to California, cracking open a brand new book. Like, this is more than a chapter in my life. Like, this is, <laughs> like, I feel, it, it feels like I'm starting a new life. That's what it feels like.
0: I, I can't feel you any harder yeah. like it really I mean I literally wrote a book <laughs> <laughs> and at the end of it it was I, I was still living in Chicago and all that so maybe there's a couple more chapters but I feel like that point of moving from Chicago to Minneapolis in the same way it's a total change I yeah. mean really grew up in in the Midwest you know lived here for 18 years of my life went off to college four years, went off to seminary three years, and then came back to the same area Mm -hmm. for another, what, four or five years? And so a vast portion of my life has been spent here. And at the very least, I've always been traveling back here for holidays or Mm -hmm. summer or whatever the case is. And so now I'm looking forward to actually beginning a new life, and I know it's not going to be, at least for the time being, Mm -hmm. Back in Chicago, you know, it's going to be in Minneapolis or it's going to be in New Jersey or yeah. New York. Um, but for the foreseeable future, it's kind of like, this is, I get to set my past in the past yeah, and build something new. And I am learning once again, what it means to hustle in life. Cause I feel like I knew, I knew what it was to hustle before yeah. my addiction sort of destroyed, <laughs> destroyed everything. Yeah. And so it's been this process of just having to, having to relearn what it is that I want in life mm-hmm. and then learning what it takes to go after that. And it takes a lot of sacrifice, yeah. man. And I'm still getting used to accepting the amount of sacrifice that it takes to actually yeah. get there. Because in my own hopes, you know, it's nice having this job at BASF, working there. I hope to continue working with those people um, and at that company for a while. Yeah. Uh, but I also see ministry as just part of what my life is going to be like in the future. Mm -hmm. How, how long it'll be till I return to that. I don't know, but I feel like it's as though the question has been posed before me. How hard are you willing to work? Because if you're willing to work as hard as you did back in late in college and early in seminary, then you can get there back there in no time, but it takes sacrifice and it takes commitment and all that. Yeah. So I don't know, man, complacency. I, I, it's such a dangerous, dangerous, uh, virus. I feel like
1: the most exciting, I think of thing i the one thing I've learned about myself is when I think of things and try and explain something, I think I'm thinking in things in terms of like images, you know, it's the easiest way for me to, to think of things yeah. or try to convey a message. But like again, going back on what I was saying earlier, like the image that I have in my me- in my head is like imagine walking through if you're walking through like a portal right you walk through a portal you're in a completely brand new uh, place mm-hmm. right and that portal can remain open or closed for you to go back and forth like and everything right like going to California like there's no coming back I'm like I'm not coming back it's That's like that, it's one, like I it's like Stargate yes one like I don't want to it's two it's not an view. option yeah. right. So I'm walking through this portal, and that portal has closed, and there is no turning back. Right? It's like walking through a door, closing the door. And it's like, nope, that door is now locked. You can never return again. I mean, obviously, I can come back here, if, like, see family, like visit, but like I to leave and then to come back. Like, if you're a ship, to come back to the same port and dock, you know, like, not an option at all. It's no. not going to happen. My uh, my mom was talking about like the our flight benefits. And she was gonna. Um, it was like between my brother. I mean, I still have flight benefits. So it was between my brother and I. To have like un- another set that uh, would make you have a higher priority in standby. And I was just like Nick. You know, he can just have it. Like I'm okay. She's like, okay. Well, I was kind of thinking maybe you can still have it in case you ever want to like, you know, come back. And immediately I was like, no, nope, That's not gonna happen. I'm never coming back. And she's like, okay. I was thinking like I was talking about like visiting. And I thought you were talking about like. Moving yeah. back or something like that, or do you remember that um, that uh, scene in Batman, uh, the third one, when they're explaining how he got out of what's it called, like the pit of hell or whatever, whatever it is that he was when he like broke his back or whatever, yep. or how the little girl escaped, and how you're supposed to escape, like you climb up the map, uh, climb up up the wall. And you have the safety harness, and the very last portion, no one can ever get to the last ledge that you need to reach in order to climb out, because everyone would always climb with the safety harness on. Mm -hmm. And then when you finally take the harness off and just jump with, like, 100% faith, then you, like, are able to get it and climb out. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's another image that I have. Or with, um, or in Indiana Jones, do you remember when he, uh, in Indiana Jones in the, not the Temple of Doom, the one with the Nazis crystal skull no uh the one with the holy grail oh oh, yeah and he has to walk across like this invisible path and he just takes a step and then all of a sudden you see there's like a a small bridge yep and there's a there's a um oh i think it's mlk jr faith is taking the first step even if you don't see the whole staircase you know what i'm saying Mm. yeah i'm really excited for this yeah really excited
0: see and i think i feel like that's kind of where we differ because for me I just, when you make a decision, you've made a decision. It's like this is it. I'm I'm going on to the next thing, and that's just kind of the reality. For me, I've always had trouble clinging to the past. I'm always like, very. I'm a very sentimental person. I I have difficulty like I do have difficulty letting go of of things in the past. So, and that's part of the reason why I look forward to coming back here. It's like part of the reason is the. I mean, recording this podcast, for example, the fact that I know you're moving to California now, unless I come visit you, I know you're not going to come visit <laughs>
1: <depending> <laughs> the, the frozen tundra of Minnesota. Yeah, yeah. So,
0: but if I come visit you, you know, we'll have an opportunity to reconnect and all that. But this is kind of an end of the even infrequent gatherings that we do. And, I'm, and I reflect back and I think of all the good memories that we have, the growth that we had in this, mm-hmm. the fact that we've become better at what we've wanted to become better at yeah. over the course of this past year and a half now, maybe a little bit more.
1: It's been a year and five, oh, four or five months.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, there's been a lot of great things that have happened there and I'm like, well, I mean, great things happened in the past. They could happen in the future. And so part of me thinks about what is lost by g- us going our separate ways. Yeah. Um, and so that's, that's the hard part for me is that I'm always, I'm always thinking that the past will be like the future kind of thing. I'm getting better at it, but yeah. it's, uh, that's, I guess, where I, I come down when it comes to starting new chapters and all that. Cause, uh, it's, uh, I don't know. I think it, there's always something good to be had by yeah. the place that we're in. Yes. And, but to every time there's a season two.
1: Yeah. But yeah, just like what, like with you, uh with uh with your little trip and everything like um like me i'm like okay so today is columbus day if you didn't know that <laughs> and uh um, no date this is gonna be released in the future it's cool oh whatever no, so columbus matter. day <laughs> uh, so anyway so as we're recording it's columbus day right now yeah um great. In case you can put the pieces together, we record a few episodes while Rick's is in town, and then while he's out of town, they actually still are out in the internets. <laughs> anyway, so like Columbus re- leaving Spain, like right going to the New World, like I am on a one-way ticket. Yeah, but like there's still, uh, you know, it's like the ship went back eventually to spread word, like hey, we discovered this new land, whatever. It's like there's no. I'm, I guess what I'm trying to say is. It's okay to take a one-way ticket somewhere, and you're and if you're making a round trip, you know you can be off as long as you need to be before you feel like you need to come back, and mm-hmm. that's fine too. It's all about your personal journey.
0: Yeah, and that is the thing that I'm grateful for, um, both in myself and I think you have got it too is the adaptability. Yeah, right. We we deal with circumstances as they come and we adapt. And I feel like a lot of people yeah. are of that type. of We're a very adaptable species. So regardless of what the circumstances are, even if it's not what you envision, I don't think you really envision anything. I think it's kind of a blank canvas yeah. at this point for you. But say say there's poop smeared on the canvas or mm-hmm. something. I mean, you'll deal with it. You'll get through it. And you'll make something beautiful with that poop.
1: There's, a, Oh my gosh. There's <laughs> a, you know what I just thought of was uh, the book The Alchemist. You haven't read it. I know no, you haven't. I have not. But The Alchemist uh, is exactly what we're talking about right now. It's a very interesting story, and it's great. It's an easy read, and uh, the it's pretty amazing.
0: Is this part of a series? No. Oh, okay. It's just a singular book. Yes. Okay. No,
1: and it's I pretty haven't. much about this kid who goes off, has this adventure, and then realized what he was searching for was at home, or it was always with him. He just needed to look deep inside. It's really, <laughs> Dude, it's really fucking good.
0: But isn't that the moral of life, though? yeah it really what we're looking for is always yes within yeah and it's i think that that is what brought you to the realization that you need to go to california yeah. but also part of your realization that you needed a little more time in chicago to just get the tools necessary yeah, for sure. to accomplish what it is that you wanted yeah. to in the same way that i was here for as long as i was you know i had things i had to figure out and yeah. work on Very and when true. the time was ready we found it within ourselves yeah made those decisions
1: very true. Um, just to change gears, cause totally. I heard You say hustle. Hustle. Been hustling lately. I'm, I'm, hustling I'm curious
0: long. to hear this story because this is something that was brought back two episodes ago. And I've been, been on dude, the edge I've of I've been seat.
1: wheeling and dealing, bro. I've been because obviously moving, so I'm taking stuff and uh, selling it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so everything must go. Yeah, no, for real, everything must go today. And, uh, I woke up today and I met this guy and I sold some, uh, like an old pair of shoes that, well, old. they were pretty much brand new. But you never but wore I them. But I had never used them. Yeah. yeah. And so I sold them today and that was like a quick 40 bucks. Yes. Yeah, so this week, uh, this week, <coughs> I think I've made $180 just selling stuff, right? Like I sold my lawnmower... I sold this like, dude. I'm like this scarf that someone would just be like, oh, just donate it, put it online, sold it for ten bucks. You know these garage hooks that we have that you screw into the wall, you can like hang a bicycle or like tools from them. You know what I'm saying?
0: Is we, this on Facebook? Or, yeah, uh, yeah. We never Facebook use marketplace them. Marketplace or something. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Took a picture
1: of them, sold them for five bucks. Like the shoes, sold them for forty. And uh, I'm just wheeling and dealing, bro. And I've just like, I just realized, like. Dude, America, like, everything is for sale. Oh. Everything is for sale.
0: Why do you think it is during the all-you-can-throw-out garbage days? You just have a parade of pickup trucks going around the neighborhood, scouring for
1: the most random crap. Still up and down my street? There's trucks like old ass beat up trucks that go by and are collecting every shit to week
0: hustle. every single week they're checking what's on the curb yeah if there's anything they can take, re- maybe repair yeah. try and sell yeah but everything is for sale Yes. something every there is not something that someone won't buy right yeah you know?
1: something there everything can provide value yes to the right person if they're looking for it.
0: And it takes the right type of person to be able to change that junk into yeah. something valuable that someone else will buy.
1: Yeah. Now, what I'm going to do with, like, stuff that doesn't sell, like, pointless stuff, like, if I have a bunch of DVDs that don't sell, like, I'm just going to donate them. I'm not going to worry about, like, taking them with me and trying to sell them in L.A. The other thing I'm going to take with me and try and sell them in L.A. if they don't sell is, like, a couple Game Boy Advances, some Pokemon games, and, like, a Game Boy Color because it's really small, and, like, those will... I'll eventually find some Oh, them. Oh, those, they yeah, have, those are... Like, DVDs of, like, One Tree Hill series or like random shit like I'm not trying to take take a bunch of DVDs with me Um, but even uh, just like the most random stuff that you think won't sell someone will buy them and my goal I want to I want to reach a thousand dollars of selling stuff and I'm almost there. You <laughs> wow, are really wow.
0: How, I so how long have you been doing this for then? Since like, June. Since June. Okay. I'm
1: not like 100 every every day putting effort. No, it. no, it's, no. It's but been, it's, like, when something comes along, something comes along. When I have time, I'll post it. It's just, you know, but uh, yeah, it started off like oh yeah, I'll try and sell a couple things. And like the first thing I sold was like this toy that I had sold for like 150 bucks, this Jurassic Park thing. It's like oh wow, cool. And then I made like two or three hundred dollars total, like selling some stuff. I was like oh okay and then it was like four or five hundred it's like oh wow and then like it's like six hundreds, like oh cool and it's like I think I might be able to get I think I might be able to get to a thousand I'm saying this to myself right then you're making a few more sales it's like holy shit this could actually happen like that would be cool that would be amazing. $1,000. Just from selling shit. That just would from selling be stuff that you would, nor- would have normally thrown, thrown away out. or donated. Yep. Yeah. That's
0: so, that's phenomenal.
1: It's like, holy cow.
0: Now, and that, I think, is the beauty, like you said, the beauty of America. Yeah. Is that there are so many, not just, not just the sense of there's people who will buy whatever crap yeah. is out there, but that there's so many different ways to make money that you just have to get creative and... If you have the drive and the persistence to be able to do it, then you'll manage it. So, when I was growing up, back in, it was like college, I want to say. Um, I would spend a lot of time filling out surveys with a, yeah. a test spin or whatever. And that was back in the day when they would actually transfer money to your bank account. Yeah, I probably made a good $500 taking surveys. Now, of course, to be fair... I don't think they're going to come after me at this point in time. That was like a decade ago. I may have lied about right? <laughs> my yeah. demographics. Of course. I, of, I was a middle-aged man making half a million dollars, living in a suburban house with uh, yeah, yeah, two yeah, yeah, yeah. two kids, a wife, and a dog. Hustling. So, yeah, so bro, literally that's
1: the nature of hustling, you do what you I do. I was able to, to like dollar. answer
0: stuff. Of course I bought dog food for yeah, the family. Yeah. Like, yeah, you know, I right. I'm I'm the primary shopper. I, I recently bought a Dude, new car. I did a
1: survey for um, for a uh, casting company like real people division where they email people like and uh, do you own a refrigerator yes i own a refrigerator it's got to be you have to have it for at least a, uh have bought it within two years well i don't know but uh 18 months sounds yeah, good sounds 18 months right. yeah. yeah i went there and like bought it from home depots with my brother and a bunch of other dumb shit and And uh, they didn't choose me, but hell, I got myself in the room and got an interview. You know, yeah, hustling.
0: Seriously. And I, I mean, that was kind of my attitude back then, too. It's just, um, between that, I mean, $500 worth of and i mean yeah. these were only one or two dollars per survey or whatever yeah. and when the five dollar ones came along i'm like oh baby i'm gonna get yeah, this yeah. and so it just consistently over time i mean it wasn't
1: a full-time thing or anything think of how much time you spent making five hundred dollars as opposed to just sitting around watching football or doing something stupid oh yeah it's like all these little increments of time when and money add up and i thought to myself like right now it's a pain in the ass taking these photos and writing a small description or like having to deal with someone or whatever but at the end of the day I will have made uh, you know, X amount of dollars. I will have this much more money in my bank account by the end of the day or the end of the week or the end of the month or whatever.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the the cliche adage that time is money is just so true yeah. in a way that I mean I I love hearing that story because it just brings back memories of you know when when Bing was first a thing oh, in, yeah. in college, they were trying to get they were trying to promote it by giving away like legit prizes, they were giving away, uh, uh, uh Xbox
1: okay.
0: and Xbox 360 or whatever. Uh, if you, and all you had to do was play these word games mm-hmm. and type in words to help try and boost the search engine. That's why they were doing it originally. I ended up getting for my family, a $250 toaster that still works to this day. <laughs> a
1: decade later, <laughs>
0: four slices or two four baby Hell yeah dude
1: Hell huge
0: yeah. uh steel yeah like got the little trays that pull yeah. out oh it's it's a nice ass toaster man and all all that was was just during class playing playing yeah. these word games or whatever half listening to the teacher half playing the word games and
1: there was uh this guy um who started working at our store who used to work at starbucks and he uh there was a uh, when stuff when people bring stuff to share, whatever they just throw it in the break room, like on a table, like donuts or whatever, or, like just random shit. You know what I'm saying? And um, and I saw like a bag of like a pound of coffee from Starbucks. I'm like, why is there Starbucks they there? Like, oh, David brought you know several bags for people, and there was one left. And anyone else who doesn't drink coffee would just leave it, you know what I'm saying? Or maybe grab it and like give to someone who drinks coffee and, and you don't like, drink coffee and I don't drink coffee I was like fuck it I'm gonna grab this cell for 10 bucks yep like hell yeah I'm gonna do that <laughs> you know yeah I thought about giving it to you or like my mom or someone like hell no I'm gonna I'm gonna hustle this may, motherfucker and get 10 may, 15 yeah, bucks out of yeah, it
0: yeah <laughs> yeah see and that's uh yeah you, you, you gotta you gotta have a certain level of um
1: you gotta balance it though you can't be fiending for like a for every penny, you know, you got to put the brakes too. on there's it every once in a while. Like have a life. Don't be trying to hustle every, every moment of every day. You know what I'm saying? Like take advantage when you feel like it, you know, and hustle. But like, it's not, it's not something you sh- that should, um, consume your, consume life. your life.
0: Yeah. It, it is a balance. I think you're totally right with that in the same way. That, and really, I mean, there's just so many different ways that if you use your time correctly, you can have a supplementary income. No problem. um, that's that gives me some good ideas, man. I feel like that's well. The something surveys that I is really... one of the
1: things when you see like articles on Facebook, like ten <laughs> things you can do to make to supplement your income, and like taking surveys was one of them. Oh yeah. And uh, some might think like, oh, it's stupid. I don't want to do that. It's like, well, think long term. Like if you do one survey a week, and it takes thirty minutes, and it pays you, let's say, you know, five dollars or something, and you just set aside one time every week. It's, like, five bucks, whatever. But, like, over the course of, you know, six months or a year, if you just do that, you have X amount of dollars that, like, you can spend however you wish. 250 Yeah. So, whatever. But, yeah. Totally. Hustling, dude.
0: Hustling. I'm
1: in my hustling zone. I'm I'm, I'm into it real hardcore uh, up until I move, and then I'll probably tone it down. But that's why I was telling you, like, yeah, dude, your mom moving out of her office, like, anything she doesn't want, I'll take it. Throw it up on Facebook Marketplace. Like, there's certain things... Like, I'm not trying to grab, like, every tiny little thing, but, like, bigger things that she doesn't want to deal with. Like these, like, these chairs, you know what I'm saying? And there's stuff out there, like... I sold my dad's heat press, this old-ass press that you press on, like, to make t-shirts or something like that, you know?
0: Oh, damn. That yeah. That was one thing
1: I sold recently. I sold it for 30 bucks. realized I probably could have sold it for 75 I but think so, yeah. I just put on 30 just to get rid of it, because it t- it's, like, chunky yeah. and it's super fucking heavy. But, dude... That I, my phone was blowing up for that and the lawnmower too, but it's like, yeah, if you just put in some time and effort, see, see what happens. I
0: wish I wish that you had uh, told me about the or I wish that you had had this hustle like back before garbage day because we had a bunch of shit oh, yeah. that you probably could have sold. Yeah, that we ended up getting rid of. Probably a lot of house cleaning. We had uh, I don't know if if people would buy like weight plate weights or whatever. Yeah, I think I mean th- it, that's that's kind of that's the kind of shit where the garbage people ended up or the um the people in the pickup trucks who just pick up yeah. trash and all that shit went right away. Yeah. I mean, so they would find a use for it, I guess, but you got to have the right knowledge of what to do with it. Because mm-hmm. if it's just plate weights, I mean, unless you're going to melt it down or something, I don't I don't know what you can do with with that, but
1: Apparently could someone... a, it could just be a weight. They don't necessarily need it to be a plate weight to like lift, but it's like maybe yeah. you just need sell something them like one at a heavy. time or something like yeah. that. Uh, Who knows? As
0: a <laughs> oversized paperweight. Yeah.
1: yeah, but for sure, dude, I'm all about it right wow. now. Wow, and uh, it's been pretty fruitful.
0: Good. So, uh, so you'll be you'll feel comfortable getting to Cali then, not yeah. not in a. I did a realize though burden. how like
1: because. How it's official now that my last day will be November 9th, you know? And oh, yeah. before, initially, when we first had this conversation with my district manager, it was like, okay, beginning of fall, um, maybe a little bit sooner. And so, okay, so I'm thinking end of September, beginning of October. And then as time went, I was like, okay, like, we're probably thinking, like, uh, I think she's saying, like, uh, middle, of Oc- middle of October, end of October, maybe. I'm like, okay. And now it's, like, so it's keeping pushed back, theoretically, like, a week or two. You know what I'm saying? And I'm just, the whole time, I'm like, oh, okay, just be a little more patient, be a little more patient. But it's been nice because it's allowed me more time to, like, plan and sell stuff. Get a little and more re- income. What's up? Get a little more income. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. That it, too. Yeah. And um, I realized, too, that, like, wow, if I were to be moving next week... Like listen, I'm putting myself in my own shoes. Yeah. Like, okay, next weekend I'm leaving. It's like, oh, okay. This is actually, this is actually happening. This is actually happening. This is actually happening. Like, it would be a little like scary. That's you know? how right it, when it actually happens.
0: That's how it felt. Going when up I was a
1: roller coaster,
0: so going, going up to Minnesota, and yeah. then there was the giant snowstorm that prevented yeah. me from going because it was like three days away. I'm like, this is real. Like this is going to yeah. Gonna happen. yeah. I'm freaking out. I'm freaking <laughs> out. I still have so much to do. Yeah. I don't know what I'm gonna do. Uh, and then you know, a month later or something like that, I was like,
1: okay, I'm ready. Like it's I like, had my I had my freak out. Yeah. Now I'm
0: good. Now now I'm planned. I'm prepped. Right.
1: Like, it's like waiting in line for that scary movie, and then you're actually and then the scary movie's actually starting, or like the roller coaster, and you're actually it's the roller coaster, and man. No turning back. It's or like, just that's it. Even that moment when I remember, uh, anytime I wa- I jump into like Lake Michigan or like the ocean, and so you just got to jump in. And there's a few seconds where your body is so cold and it's uncomfortable. And it's and then a few seconds go by and it's like, oh, okay, not that bad.
0: So <laughs> many great metaphors in this episode. I feel like this is just for right? the episode of metaphors. Yeah. Um, do you have a start date for Aldi? It would be the following
1: Cal- Monday. So. Oh, damn. Okay. 10, 11, 12, so the 19th. I so think that's the week of Thanksgiving. That
0: is a turnaround, man. Yeah. Wow. And what a time to start, too. Yeah. Black Friday?
1: So, yeah, I don't know. I'll probably be working that day, but I'll just, I'm will just i just happy to be in California. You
0: going to be uh, coming back for Christmas?
1: Nope. The oh, soonest man. I would return would be uh, in, like, May or June. I'm not, like, I'm dead serious when I say I'm not coming back here if it's uh, cold. Well, I guess I'm going to have like, to visit you. 45 degrees is pushing it. You know, that is really pushing it. And I, I would want to come back when everything is in full bloom. Like I'm not trying to come back in April when it's still maybe raining or snowing or what the grass is like kind of growing. It's yellow, but it's not green, you know, Interesting. like how it is all in March and April's that transition period. In May for the most part, like by middle to end of May, you have consistent great weather. Hmm. So that would be the soonest.
0: Oh wow! So I am gonna to have to come yeah, visit you. Maybe Mother's Ma- Day. Maybe 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 during the depths of winter. Yeah. When, dude. I, need, when I need a break from the literal sub zero temperatures in Minnesota, which sure. I guarantee it's gonna get down to negative five.
1: Yeah. At least come after the New Year or something. Yeah. After the holidays, after every, all, everyone's been yeah yeah. Travel. That's
0: because the the winter is quiet at at my work so. Can probably get some time off there.
1: Yeah, for sure. Come in like January, February we can barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god. That would that would make barbecue so many Kyle people in apartment. Oh that's right, Kyle he lives Lynch one still. block
1: he lives one block east of the beach. Wow. Now, totally remember when I was visiting him one time in January, it was seventy five degrees. It was weird, it was like seventy five in the middle of the day, and then it was forty five at night. And he was like, This is cold for winter, like it's a little on the colder side, but I was wearing like flip flops and shorts and we were grilling in the middle of January. Mm. Damn. Yeah.
0: That'll be nice.
1: Yeah. So.
0: Wow. Well. Anything else you want to add? No, I think we got we got one more after this. Yeah. And...
1: So, until next time. That wasn't too enthusiastic. Until, until next, next time. time.